so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2019. Oy vey. <laughs> Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you'll ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then we talk about it. And we just watched season seven, episode 22, Oof. episode 23, Rose Portrait of a Woman, part one, which aired on April 25th, 1992. It's technically the fourth to last episode because the last two episodes are two-parter episodes. Yes. The interesting thing about this episode is like the show's about to come to a conclusion. Yeah. Right? They make the Everyone second... Everyone knows where they're going. Yes. Yeah. They, they They make the second to last episode a two-parter where Rose almost dies. I mean... It's the... It's... And, and, the, and they treat death in a... In a... Probably the most serious and dire way. But also it's very... It's just so interesting. Very, um irresponsible <laughs> in a lot of ways because like we know where Rose goes to after this you mm-hmm. know what I mean that she opens up a hotel mm-hmm. with Blanche and Sophia like we know the whole thing now my father's had open heart surgery mm-hmm. you know I've known people has anyone in your family ever had open heart surgery no well she had open heart surgery they definitely advise you not to do anything strenuous or stressful mm. for Ever. Yeah, basically. that makes sense. And opening up a hotel in Miami <laughs> seems stressful that to me. That does seem very stressful. Just as I'm like someone who is healthy, and I wouldn't want that stress. Yeah. I wonder how much time has passed since the uh, when Dorothy moves out to when uh, Golden mean, Palace happens. Sophia's still alive, so you know it's not that long. Right. <laughs> um, it's been a minute since we've recorded. I know. Happy New Year. How was your Christmas? Happy New Year. Wait, we should <laughs> address kidding. this. So, guys, we <laughs> recorded a bunch. We had the special episodes with Elliot in Alaska, and those were so much fun, and you guys had so much fun with those online. We loved mm-hmm. doing those. And then we took a break for the holidays, mm-hmm. obviously, but then January came, and it just, like, became a shit show. We actually weren't prolonging it intentionally no. like we both were just very busy like you're working on a new show mm-hmm. and i'm just like existing and then it rained for like a thousand days and you know it that did. in los angeles you can't leave your house well, if it's raining you know what's funny so <laughs> when you you okay so like you we, we planned to record and it was raining for like ever mm-hmm. and you text me being like i can't i can't drive in this with the rain and of course me cynical midwesterner i was like of course the city fucking shuts down when it rains no one wants to drive whatever but legit like, Michael and I, we had a leak in the we apartment. We did, too. We had a roof leak. The electricity went... I mean, it was just like, literally, the city shut down. It really does. L.A. is not equipped for rain. We don't... I in mean... In so many ways, the streets get flooded. We're ready for the ground to shake, but not for water to come from the sky. I know. It's really surprising. Yeah. So, we apologize, guys. We are pansies, um, but we are here today, and we're recording, and we're grateful to be doing that. Yes, and the rain has stopped, but now it's very it's cold. It's very <laughs> sunny outside. It is sunny, though. It's sunny. Um, man, oh, man. This, this two-parter. Episode, this actually, I there are so many lines from this episode that I do find myself quoting. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I love... Yeah, I just, you were the, quoting along a lot as we yeah, were watching. this is actually a really fun episode for me. 
Um, it begins with uh, Blanche mentioning that her daughter, Janet, who hates her and who we haven't yet met on the show. Which is so weird to introduce a new character in the second to last episode. I know. And a new granddaughter Could named Sarah. Could you not Sarah. just bring back Rebecca? I know. I, yeah. It was. Yeah. I was like, yeah, why not have Rebecca and, and little Oreo and, and, and Aurora <laughs> come because they have a built-in history yeah, of drama between the them. two of them. But what's interesting is and that... And they also look alike. Yeah, they do. The actor that so, plays Janet looks like the actor who I plays Rebecca. I was so Rebecca. confused at first because I just assumed it was Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And it's not. But what's also interesting is that um, I didn't even really think that we needed this storyline in this two-parter. I thought there was already a lot going on, well, especially with real quick. Kirsten coming. It just never... It never really, it's interesting because Blanche says like, hey, my daughter Janet's coming. She hates me. Her, my, or my granddaughter's coming. I need to find something fun to do with them. And then I know we're going to do part two as a, as a separate episode, but. Spoiler. Spoiler. But as a whole, (laughs) there, she sort of introduces this big thing, which is like, my daughter is coming. We don't get along. I need to make sure we get along. And then it never goes Nothing anywhere, ha- really, because well, Rose almost dies. I get, well, I mean, that in real life, that is how things work, honestly. Like, right, you but put this aside is a your differences when television is show. But, I, but honestly, I really do feel like the writers were just like, B story? Who cares? This is this the second to we'll last episode? We'll set it up and we won't pay it off. Um, there's a great thing. So she's trying to think of something fun for the three of them to do. And Dorothy's like, well, my idea of a good time. And Blanche is like, oh, God, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're like, we got to get these classic Blanche lines yeah. in. We're running out of time with these episodes. Definitely. Um, Dorothy has some good comebacks in this oh, episode Oh, she has some great well. lines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I put her in a home. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, Rose mentions that she missed her high school reunion a while back because yeah. she was sick and also she never sees a doctor. That's just something they kind of slide in. They're like, well, Rose, you never see the doctor. Which is insane because she volunteers at a hospital. And she's seen doctors before. We've seen Rose. Well, we do. We do there is a history. I mean, the drug addiction episode mm-hmm. where she just is, keeps taking the same pill from a prescription she's had for 20 years, which I don't think that's how prescriptions work. We but also know she goes to the dentist. Mm. We know. If we know mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a sad one. But we also know that like... She is a little... Also, when her daughter, at some point in the episode, says that she's, like, one of the healthiest people she knows, um, everyone knows that Rose makes the sweetest food possible Yeah, that is, like, diabetic central. Mm-hmm. She's not healthy. Yeah, her, like, Spearhoven Krispies are, yeah, pure sugar. Hey, here's an ice cream sandwich with... The, or the ice cream in the cup with the face and nah, the cone upside down. Nah, she's not She's, she's not always healthy. eating sweets. Which, God bless her, she can keep that trim figure i can't do that i know she does look amazing they all look amazing all um look so when rose says that she doesn't go to the doctor and that and, and dorothy's like you've been looking pale and drawn <laughs> and uh when rose is like i you know i don't i'm not gonna go to the doctor it's just indigestion and well, i'm tired and then dorothy calls her crazy but then remember when dorothy escaped a hospital because she didn't want to get her foot operated on yeah don't judge dorothy well, that was good people in glass houses that's all i'm saying but did you know that heart disease is the number one killer of women in yes. the united states mm-hmm. And often women don't have the same types of symptoms exactly. as men. And what there's something you taste or smell, like there's like a weird like burnt toast taste, I think, mm-hmm. some, I read somewhere. And I was watching The View the other day and Whoopi Goldberg was talking about how like a lot of times it is like being sort of like not sweaty, but like it's like symptoms of, of um, menopause like in a lot or, of ways. Oh, menopause. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know. So how do you know if you're going through the change of having a heart attack? I just remember being in a human ecology class in my freshman year of college and my professor in this giant room of like 200 people told us all that and was like, so ladies, someday you may have a heart attack and you might not even know right before it's coming. And it just terrified me Why and I've never forgotten. Why are so much more susceptible to heart attacks? I don't know because we care so much. The hearts Our don't hearts work like that. Work really, yes. Hearts aren't connected to emotion. I think it is. Then we want to think they are. Then why do the you Hallmark say channel. I have a broken heart? Because it happens in your brain, and people can't take that the heart has no connection to the brain. Think logically. Then what pumps blood to the brain? Okay, got me there. It, yeah, <laughs> blood goes to your brain, right? But blood. Doesn't I'm not think. a doctor. <laughs> but I play oh, one God. on the podcast. Um. So. <laughs> So Rose's bum, she recently missed her high school reunion. Blanche at one point comes in with this great idea where she finds it was like in the newspaper that there's going to be an East Miami High class of 1952 why reunion. Is, why is that in the newspaper? I, I mean, I don't Miami's know. Miami's a big city. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe like, they took out an ad to remind people just in case they didn't get the invite. I don't know. Don't, I don't know what the rules don't of this. most high school reunions happen around like... The holidays, because that's when most people travel to their home, quote unquote, towns. Yeah, I feel like it. Because mine was like around Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah, I think that's when they usually happen. But I don't know. Maybe with Miami, they're just like, oh, people are, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just think that people, because they're older and are probably retired, they can really travel whenever. Mm, Good point. Um, So... So Blanche comes up with this idea. She's like, Rose, since you didn't get to go to your reunion, let's crash this one. This is actually a genius idea. It's a genius idea to a point. It's, I think it's fun that they're like, let's go to the reunion. We can meet men. Uh, Rose, you can have a good time. Dorothy's I, clearly excited because she says it'll be a lark. A lark, which is, I mean, is she Irish? No. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a lark. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, with the, the logic behind the characters that they're playing, like, it's not hard to look up if someone's dead. I mean, I guess it was in 1992. But, like, some clearly someone from that class is going to be dead. So, like, maybe just, like, look up and find out if they're dead and pretend to be a dead person for well, a night. Well, what they end up doing is getting names from the no-show table, mm. uh, getting the, and then they put those names on. But what if a no-show actually shows up? Well, I think there are a lot of holes. But <laughs> the, part that, the part that got me was that, so, okay, we're going to crash a reunion. We're going to just, like, walk in, and it's going to be, like, dangerous and fun. And we're going to have to lie. slightly, if not totally, culturally insensitive. Yeah. That, yeah. all great. But then Rose is like, okay, now, everybody, we're going to have to go through this yearbook, and we're going to have to memorize everything. And yeah, I'm like, Blanche, well, now it's. And Blanche said she was going to. Now gonna, it's a task. Yeah. Now it's, like. It's work. In-depth I mean, homework. You know, if you got you to gotta study for your part. You know. Blanche says that she's going to go down to the high school's library and study the yearbook, which, like, I've visited my high school, and this I don't think this is just a rule for me, but you have to go through, like, security at a high school to, like, the office to check to go use school property. Yeah. Or maybe I, they just don't want me on school property. I was under the impression that when you show up at a reunion, there's a check-in desk, and you give them your name, and they give you the name tag. Did you have a high school? Did you go to yours? I don't go to. I didn't go to any of them. There's Facebook. I'm like, I know what all you assholes are doing. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I bet they love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I still um, keep in touch with people I went to high school with. I've just never gone to a reunion. Yeah. Um, 
But have you? Yes, I have. Do you have a good experience? Uh, not particularly. I, um, I went, I was more guilted into going. I mm-hmm. did not plan on going. It was at a bar. I was in the height of chemo. So I was uh. like bald as fuck mm. and feeling very sickly, but yeah. I was home for the holidays and I went and everyone was like, Oh, you're sick. And then, um, someone got pissed at me because I used them in a joke, but like, I never said their name and they like came at me. And I was just like, like you use them in a stand-up joke that was like yeah. online somewhere. Or oh, and then like- another person got pissed at me because I didn't remember her name from high school. And she was like, she came up to me and she was like, you, the work you did in high school, because I like did a lot of volunteer, like AIDS mm-hmm. work and stuff in high school. She was like, the work you did was so inspirational, the career I have now. I don't know what she does now. She's probably a nurse. And I was like, oh, that's great. That's great. And I didn't say I don't know your name. Like yeah. I wasn't a dick about it, but like it came out throughout the night that I just didn't know her name mm-hmm. and she got very upset that I didn't know her name. Because Were you like, I'm so sorry. I might not have room in my brain for it right now. I have cancer. Yeah. I mean, you know, people love to feel special and Jeez. she is special. I'm glad sure. she's doing her work. Sure. Don't, don't come for me. Just got to remember your name. I barely sure. remember Carrie's name. I know. I walked in and you were like, hey. C-A-R-R-I-E. And I was like, what is this? Get out of here, stranger. Um, so the women get ready for the reunion. I want to talk about everybody's great. outfits. They look oh, great. Oh, God. Dorothy. Sophia's outfit. She's got some bling on the shoulders. Dor- Sophia is wearing hot pink. Hot It's pink. a little purple. There's some purple in there. Oh, no. It is fuchsia. It is. I don't know. It Michael, is a Michael hot 90s pink. Maybe I am colorblind. Yeah, I think you might be. Yeah. I, I, I saw pink. I see purple. Dorothy's wearing this like hunter green <laughs> oh, and gold outfit. She has cleavage. She has like Roman sandals on that you mm. can barely see. It looks like she's barefoot. I thought she was barefoot. I made yeah. you rewind it. Um, Blanche in that blue dress. I want that dress now. Yeah. I want a dress that goes like Blanche looks very good in that cut of dress that like mm. hugs her body. But then at the top, it's got like almost like a, what do you call it? Um, don't ask me. I don't know. Not a bodice, but it's got this like separate little top piece almost like mm. a very short jacket but it's connected to the dress i think anyway she only looked Michael amazing would know. i know i know if only these wigs could talk <laughs> we have we should explain that we're surrounded by a lot of wigs yeah. in the apartment then us randomly having the golden girls wigs here so um so they're uh they're getting ready to go to the reunion and blanche is quizzing rose mm-hmm. on the history of this school like her life depends on it. And Rose, to be fair, gets the answer right. Yeah, she's, she's like, how many good. fingers does a shop teacher have? She's like, nine. She's like, all oh, shop teachers have non non-fingers. Which is true. Although we have a shop teacher on our show, schooled, and he has on ABC. Seven fingers. Yes. You guys should all be watching it. If you didn't watch the first episode, guys, I personally got a Golden Girls reference and joke in I supported to it. the first five seconds. I think I maybe even tweeted something. Yay. Um, so she is like She's grilling Rose, and she's yeah. like, you're going to walk in here tonight totally unprepared, and you're going to get us all kicked out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Blanche, this was supposed to be a fun thing. This is fun. You're making it work. She's making it. Or should I plug my other podcast? You're making <laughs> it worse, Blanche. You're making it worse, the other <laughs> podcast that I still haven't been a guest on. I know. 
I gave your name. We're working on it. I'm sorry. So then Rose suddenly, even though Rose thought this was going to be a great idea um, as they're getting ready to leave, Rose has thought this was going to be a great idea. It's going to be super fun. All of a sudden, she's like, you know what? I don't think we should do this. It's wrong to deceive people. She suddenly has a mm-hmm. change of heart. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, lying is wrong. And Dorothy's like, Rose, what's the natural color of your hair? And she goes, I'll get the car. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why that works. Why is it so shameful to say you color your hair? I don't know, but they make jokes about it a lot on the show that she she's always like, it's my natural color. And they're like, sure, yours in, oh, that's a joke, but I forget it. Like, sure, (laughs) yours in, uh, yeah, I can't, Rip Taylor. No, I don't know. If only Alaska were here. I know. know. Um, Where are you? So they're at the reunion, getting yeah. their name tags from the no-show table. Yeah. <laughs> Rose is Feng Young Choi. Rose is F- Kim Feng oh, Toy. Oh, Kim Feng Toy, excuse Kim me. Kim Feng Toy. Which, I mean, it's just, like, it's, oh, it's just wrong. It's, it's funny. It is funny. Let's just be honest. It is funny, even though it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Sophia, she's like, Sophia, you're Myron Zucker. And Sophia goes, there's no one I'm ever going to pass for a man. Dorothy, trade with me. She's like, beat it, Myron, or whatever. Mm. Is, okay, Dorothy's character, let's just call them their characters, their roles for the evening. Yeah. Cindy Lou People. Which is also a character, isn't that from Dr. Seuss's Grinch Stole Christmas? It's Cindy. That's Cindy Lou Who. Oh, yeah. True. Cindy Lou Peoples. Where are you, Chris? What kind of name is that? I mean, it sounds like a porn star name. I just Googled Cindy Lou Peoples. Yeah, what came up? A message board on Broadway World. Oh, click on it. Wait a minute. Oh, this makes sense. No. Is it a reference to a role that Dorothy or B. Arthur perhaps played on Broadway? Uh, on answers.yahoo.com, there's a thing that says, who is Cindy Lou Peoples last night on Desperate Housewives, oh. which if there was a Cindy Lou Peoples reference on Desperate Mark Housewives, Cherry. that's because Mark Cherry was a Golden Girls writer. Um, okay. So her name is just Cindy Lou Peoples. And that is What if we just connected the Golden Girls universe to Desperate Housewives? Who played Cindy Lou Peoples on Desperate Housewives? Yeah. Google that. I like that it could be a shared universe. I do too. Was B- was Betty White ever on Desperate Housewives? I don't know. I don't know either. I never watched that. My show. battery's at fifteen percent. Otherwise, oh, I would Google it. You want to plug it? Also, in? I like just. I like wondering. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Great. That's good. Um. <laughs> so uh, there's a great part where Blanche separates from the women, or she's going to go over to these other women. She's like, "Because yes. the pretty girls always travel in packs," and then Sophia <laughs> like follows her in a very cute way. Um, like shuffleboards way. And now somebody else also kind of has a change of attitude suddenly. Dorothy, who was, again, very excited at the idea of doing this, crashing this reunion, is all of a sudden it's like, reunions are terrible. Everybody's so plastic and fake. And then she runs into, and then she sees the tar guy who's like, Mm -hmm. Cindy Lou Peoples? And she's like, David? Or whatever. And they're like, (laughs) ah! And that was adorable. And she feels special. She's actually having a good time because Cindy Lou is popular. Yeah. Very popular. Um, Cindy Lou gets around. Know what I'm saying? um, And then a bunch of people start coming up to Blanche. Oh, my God. And apparently. Blanche is a. What's her character's name? um, Oh, God. I didn't even write it down. Um, Blanche's character is a horrible person. Mm hmm. 
Yeah. So one guy comes up to her and he's like, um, uh, he was like, you remember when, like I told you I was gay or you, Mm -hmm. you outed me or something. And, um, and I was like, oh, look at this. Even pretend Blanche is offending yeah. gay men. <laughs> Hello, I love her Clayton. response where he's like, it was the, you know, it was embarrassing. Well, and he walks away and she's like, oh, who cares? Oh, who cares? Oh, who <laughs> cares? I have to admit is exactly what I do when like I do something wrong or I know I've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. I have to mentally just be like, oh, who cares? Yeah. You just have to shrug it off. You <laughs> yeah. just got to let it, let it roll right off. Um, so then a man comes up to Blanche. Okay, this is insane. <laughs> so so they, he's like, you remember that night or whatever? And, and then Blanche's character's like, yes, I do. And he's like, talks about the kid. He's like, what about the baby that we had that you gave up for adoption? How, I mean, I'm more concerned about this man. Yeah. Because how does he not, not recognize, recognize the mother of his, his child? child. And where has he been then in the raising of his child? I know. Well. Because he clearly has a suit on. (laughs) He looks put together. He looks Jewish. I assumed that they got pregnant when they were teenagers. She gave up the baby. And maybe he didn't have a say. Oh. That's what he said. That his parents raised the baby. So where the fuck has he been? Oh. And on has he never tried to reach out to her? Is this really the first time? I don't know. But it's like, know. yeah, dude, what's wrong with you? This feels like an episode of Snapped. And then he walks away and she goes, so what do you do for a living? Bill? <laughs> Bill? Oh, who cares? <laughs> um, and then, and then this is where the women's, like, Romy and Michelle had a better reunion plan uh-huh. than these women had. They do all this research, and then they get well, and there. and it also was their actual reunion. Well, yes, it was their reunion, <laughs> but it was all predicated on a lie True. that they invented post-its. But at the end of the film, Romeo and Michelle, we all realized that like everything there, even the people who are telling the truth, quote unquote, are lying. Well, because it was a lot easier to lie before Facebook it's, and the yes, internet. The true. internet and not the internet and social media. Yeah. Um, so somebody looks to Rose and they're like, oh, Kim Fung Toy, you look different. And then... Oh my God, she does this oh. thing. I won't even do it, but she does an affected sort of like the stereotypical Chinese person accent where she says, you know, different on outside, same same on on inside, inside, which is just like, so, I mean, it's the, the bit that she's playing the was Korean foreign exchange student. I I never forget where from, but, um, she's playing a Asian foreign exchange student with an Asian, very Asian sounding name. That's funny. It's a little wrong, but it is just funny on its surface. You don't need to send it home more. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to, like, stretch that out a little bit. Although, I mean, she plays it in a sweet way. She plays it in a sweet way. Also, again, 92. I feel like this joke was far more acceptable. I mean, it it was at a time. Dorothy was talking about, you know, the Jim Shoe guy. Mm -hmm. And then he has this homework where she's like, we're never going to beat you people. Right. I mean, or maybe that was the. Well, I forget what episode, but whatever. Yeah. Like, it's an ongoing thing. So it was a different time. Um, They get a pass. I do love. fresh off the boat. I do love when Dorothy wins prom queen. She's like, I'm tired of being Cindy. Let's go home. Uh, Ma! I'm queen! I'm queen of the prom! (laughs) Ma! You can see. And then Sophia's like, I'm proud of you, Cindy Lou. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Gonzalez. See? 
see. Mm. Oh my God. Wait, she like sexually assaults a man can on the dance floor. Ta- oh, no, God. even before that, she's talking to a former student. She's like, I'm not your parent teacher anymore. Oh yeah. That's the same man. I mean, I, that's such a good. She goes, why didn't you do anything about it at the time? He's like, like a, I was in high school. Like a to die for <laughs> moment. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's getting it and she I'm about it. grabs that Get man. that tail. And brings him out to the dance floor. And she doesn't even have to give him nickels. <laughs> Remember, because she would pay nickels for dancing partners in one episode. Oh yeah, like this. Or she would get nickels, or I forget how it worked. Out. There were nickels involved. Yeah, or dimes um, or whatever. And then Rose. So so Dorothy's mm. on stage. Dorothy's getting crowned the queen of the prom. And they're like, "You're not Cindy Lou Peoples," and she was like, "Yes, I am." The jig is almost up. Yeah, the jig is almost up. But then all of a sudden, Rose grabs her arm. I think. Yeah, which she goes, Dorothy. Isn't what happens with women? Women don't feel the pain sensation in their arm when they have a heart attack. Yeah, it's a common misconception. misconception. Um, but ninety-two, she grabs her arm. She's like, Dorothy, and she falls to the ground. And then Dorothy. I mean, this is when you know it's a great sitcom. Like they could have just had that be a very serious moment, mm-hmm. and like someone's like call an ambulance and you play it off. But they have Dorothy go. See, you've upset Kim Fung Toy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why do I think her name's Kim Fung Toy? Who is Kim Fung Toy? It is Kim Fung Toy. Oh, it is. Okay, good. Uh, uh, <laughs> you've upset Kim Fung Toy. And then, yeah, it cuts yeah. out to the serious moment. Um, yeah. So now they're at the hospital. I'm surprised they didn't do a nurse's carryover here. Because at the same time oh, that you're this right. was ending, it was Empty Nest and mm-hmm. it was Nurses. So, like, where's Richard Mulligan? Right. Where's, like, Lonnie Anderson who came on second season of Nurses? Like, where are these people? Yeah, that's a really good point. That would Carry have been a great crossover. Carry the franchise on, yeah. people. Mm, yep. That's what you have to do. They didn't hire me, Mark Cherry. <laughs> you're available. I've heard of your parties. Shade. Do, you would have been too, are you saying they didn't hire you to be a writer on the Golden Girls when you were 10 years old? I was available. I was writing <laughs> celebrities then. I wrote Madonna three letters a year. Oh, that's sweet. One for her birthday and two just to catch up. <laughs> that lasted until I was like 14, 15. You're like, that lasted until I was like, I don't know. 38. Yeah, like three months ago. <laughs> um, so, uh, so they're in the hospital. Yeah. Um, waiting to hear about Rose. Um, Sophia has a great joke where she was like, I hate the way they used to break the news of death at Shady Pines. Guess who's getting two desserts tonight? (laughs) And I started wondering, I was like, well, then who would they choose to get the two desserts or do enough people die every day at Shady Pines that everyone gets two desserts every day? I don't think that. What's their intake outtake? I I guess. I don't think the latter is true. I think, I think it usually is probably the person Mm -hmm. who's likely next to go gets the second dessert. Oh, that's nice. Cause I mean, Right. That's thoughtful, but also like if you know, like I yeah. mean, if someone is just sort of like in the corner comatose, mm-hmm. you kind of know they're probably next. Yeah, that's morbid. Um, uh, <laughs> Sophia's like, we should pray. Um, Blanche starts to say a prayer. Blanche has so much business um, in these upcoming scenes. Um, Blanche has a prayer. She was mm-hmm. like, you know, dear God, I know it's been a long time since I've done this. Um, <laughs> she talks about how much she has you to be think thankful she would for. Call, him, call his name a lot. In I know. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Well, Dorothy does have to cover Blanche's mouth. Yeah. Um, but she's like, oh, I'm so thankful for my family. And at this point, I was like, oh, yeah, she said Janet was going to come for a visit. Yeah. And we haven't even seen her or met her yet but i was like okay no and 
She, oh, no, we haven't met her yet. You're right. And she's like, you know, I have so much to be thankful for. A face that is stunning with sexy but has the innocence of a child. And because it was <laughs> just on Blanche when she's saying all this, I was hoping, I knew it was going to happen, but I would love to hear Dorothy off screen go, Blanche, thanks for the, the lovely, lovely prayer. prayer. <laughs> um, Wasn't me. And she makes all these promises, and Blanche does, and she's like, "And I promise I will not have sex with anyone." Which and is the audience, shocking. like the uh, the laughter and the audible gasp of like the guffaws from the audience, just go to show that there were like hardcore Golden Girls fans oh, in yeah. the audience for this taping because they bet- were like, "Oh my god." Oh, I bet the last few episodes of the show, it was like, because everyone knew the show was ending, they were like getting those tickets. Yeah. You know? Um, So I promise I will not have sex with anyone. Unless they really, really need it. Unless they really need it. And then the doctor comes out and says, Rose is fine. She had a cardiac thing or whatever. And then the doctor, in a completely unprofessional manner, asks Blanche out on a date. I mean, I think that's kind of hot. He's like, hey, uh, your friend has a heart thing. Um, She's going to be What are you fine. doing for dinner tomorrow night? And I saved her. You want to go to dinner? Yeah. So anyway, so the women go. She has to say no because he doesn't really, really need well, it. she goes, do you really, really need it? <laughs> and I'm, he's like, well, no, I don't really need it. But if I was wanting to go out with someone and they asked me if I really needed it, I would say, yeah, I really need it. Yeah. Wouldn't well, then you, you would have gotten a date with Blanche. I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. How do you like your mirrors? <laughs> I actually like mirrors. <clears throat> Michael has to tell me to stop buying mirrors because I want mirrors everywhere. I wouldn't want a mirror. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before. I wouldn't want a mirror on the ceiling. I'd be so afraid it would fall down and kill me in the middle of the night. Well, I don't worry about that, but <laughs> I want mirrors everywhere. You just want, if if your apartment could just be a giant mirror. I would love it. You don't think you'd ever get like dizzy or like think you would see something moving, but it would just be you? Or do you think it would make the space I feel would really large? me moving. Cause I'm <laughs> really? Because I don't sometimes. <laughs> I don't sometimes, okay? Maybe it's because I don't have enough mirrors. Uh, see? Mm-hmm. Mirrors will help you know you're moving. <clears throat> so they go visit Rose in the room, and Rose has to stay overnight for observation. And all the women start making promises. Like it's one of, and, and we've seen this before. Where remember Rose had a near death experience, and she was like, "I'm gonna live." And then she got her new roommates, who mm-hmm. like the flight attendant, and then life actually sucked. Yeah. Um. Sophia's decide. Sophia's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a lawyer." And Dorothy's like, "I'm gonna go out more." And all the women laugh, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh, she's gonna be a lawyer, but I can't go out." She just became prom queen. I know. I know. It's her time to shine. Go out more. Yeah. Show that crown. You're a champion, greatest of them all. Oh, so good. Do me a favor. <laughs> she doesn't know that song, guys. I don't. Say if Sadie Pines yes. ever has an alter ego, do you right? Wanna, do you want to wear a Sadie Pines wig? I would love to and take a picture before I go. Oh, yeah, we should do that. If if Sadie Pines ever has an alter ego, can it be yeah. a play on Cindy Lou Peoples? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I think Sadie Pines is more Blanche, to be honest. Mm. But, yeah, I could see that. That could, like, be a, just a play. There's just the name. Yeah, just the guys, name alone. If you, if you aren't aware, based on Instagram, City Pines is a drag alter ego of H. Allen Scott. Oh, they know. I mean, this is going to be. Your Instagram photos are amazing. Who knows? Years from now, people listening may, may not know that. 
Years from now when our heads are cryogenically frozen. Yes. In jello. In Clear jello. jello. Jesus. I have so many I have so many things to talk about when we get to That's that scene. The next episode. Next episode. <laughs> so um so Blanche so Rose is like basically like I'm never gonna die. I'm gonna get frozen. Yeah, she well she's cryogenic. No Rose is I mean, I'm. She does have a near death experience. Sure, she's fine now. They say whatever, but like she is being irrational in the requests that she's making of her friends because, like, these women have children. Like, they likely probably want to be buried next to their children or like their families or something. Like, sure, they're all a family, but like Rose. Or Blanche has kids. Like, she wants to be buried next to Charlie or Carl or she's married to. Did you not hear in the second episode of this two-parter where the women say they made a pact? I understand (laughs) that. But the pact is to taking care of each other, not to be buried next to each other. You know what? I think they were making a little bit of an empty promise. I think they were like, just to to please Rose because they know that she's not feeling like, sure, Rose. If Rose was like... When we get out of here, I want us to all bathe naked in a pool of chocolate. They would have been like, right. sure thing, Rose, we're there. Well, then, Just Carrie, to placate her. When we die, I want to be cremated and I want our ashes sprinkled at a cheesecake factory. Perfect. Yeah, you got it. Wait, Look, are you are you, you both of us? Are you giving up on the um uh I'm oh, doing the this with my fingers? Thing? The that is a thing? really good idea. No. Put my I mean, I think skin. it's funny to burden someone with your dying, your dying <laughs> to wishes to be a burden <laughs> and to then rope your friends or family into it as well. Like people already know. I'm like, you're going to freeze my body in nitrogen, find a way. Yeah. And then you're going to break me up into a million pieces and you're going to put me into a compost box and you're going to bury me and you are going to plant some kind of citrus tree. That's my final <laughs> wish. Find a way to make it happen. I don't care how. I don't care if it's expensive. I don't care if they have or have not tested it on the Arctic beetle. <laughs> I wanna, Do it. If I know that I'm dying, like if I know, if I get a diagnosis or something, right, I'm going to plan so many random weird things to happen to the people in my life after I'm gone. Oh, I love that. Like, I'm going to send, I'm going to schedule an email to go at some point. Oh, that's <laughs> like, funny. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> right? You could have an email go out like a year after yes. you die that's like, hello, where am I, guys? <laughs> Just checking in. Yeah. <laughs> Don't reply. I won't get back to you anytime oh, soon. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fun. I know. I really, I mean, I don't want to know that I'm going to die. Like, I wanted to have to be a surprise. But but there is some sort of bliss that can come from knowing that the end is near. If you are if you know you're going to die, like, yeah, why not, right? Why not have some fun? I'm also going to take up smoking again. If mm. I know I'm dying, mm. ooh, getting, yeah. those, getting that cigarette, putting that in my mouth, living my life. Watch that then elongate your life like eight more great? years. Wouldn't that be great? And you're like, uh, oh, I'm sitting on all these emails that I can't schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dying enough yet. <laughs> That'd be funny. Guys, this is an episode where this is a podcast where we talk about the Golden Girls. We're basically planning our deaths right now. Um, well, now they know. Now it's out there. Yeah. I feel like this would hold up in a court of law if my family or anybody else tried oh, to... Oh, yeah, this uh, could be our last will and testament. Yeah, it's our last will and testament. Just go to outofthelanai.com. <laughs> Who's paying the bills? Donate! <laughs> um, so... So they're talking about cryogenics. Yes. 
this is what's really funny that these women are so well informed about about cryogenics. Blanche is like, well, Rose, it's really expensive. And Rose is like, not if you just do your head. Like, how do you know these things? <laughs> Didn't I mean isn't I'm surprised there wasn't like a Walt Disney joke. Didn't I know. he freeze himself? I don't know. What and this was also an a- ABC show at the time or an NBC show still? What, ABC. Yeah, ABC. It was always an NBC show. Oh, shoot, I'm sorry. I the thought Golden it was ABC. Palace became a CBS show after NBC canceled on it. They were never ABC? They were initially. NBC picked up the Golden Palace in the, in the final season of the Golden Girls, saying that they would continue on, and then they dropped it. But um, was the Golden Girls originally on ABC? No. Always on NBC? Always NBC. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. It might have been shopped ABC and ABC <clears throat> passed on it. Oh, sure, but, of course. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, then the women are back home. Yes. Ding dong. Oh, ding, right. Ding Janet dong. and Sarah are coming. And the mystery daughter and granddaughter. And, that it, we and never they met. have like a nothing scene. Also, the granddaughter, I'm sorry, you're lacking personality, honey. Because well, the last one was just lines. the Pepsi girl. Oh, I know. Like, oh, wasn't it the Pepsi girl? Yes. Curly Sue something? Curly Sue. Like, Curly was, Sue. Yeah. You have to compete with Curly Sue, lady. You can't just be little Melissa. blonde. Yeah. Like, ugh, so, boring, but again, they, so, so Blanche now is sort of on this, like, artificial religious kick, I yeah, call it. It's feeling, very strange. Well, she's feeling very sort of, like, hopeful. Because something came true. Like, she she willed something into the universe with the use of God, mm. using a religion as a, as a means of doing it. And it happened. It manifested itself. Yeah. And so because of that, she then probably thinks she has some special ability, a connection to God, if mm-hmm. you will. And she has to maintain that. Yeah. So now she's super religious. Mm-hmm. And um, she's she- the next pope. She invites them out to church, and she goes, and now you'll, if you'll excuse me, I have Gideon Bibles for everyone. And it gets, like, such a big laugh. Yeah. And then this child actor says her first and only line of this episode, and it was made me feel so uncomfortable, but she goes, I miss sexy grandma. <laughs> and I'm like, this little girl yeah. had to go into an audition, because in the next episode, she says, I have to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? So she goes in. She's what five? Yeah, five, six, five. She might be eighteen. I don't know. No, she. That's a child. That's a tie. Yeah. That's a small child. I can't tell anymore. And they and her two lines that she had that she has rehearsed with her parents, <laughs> and then has to do them in front of a casting director probably twice. Yeah. is I miss sexy grandma, and I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and she did it. And she, she did. <laughs> she did it in her boring little way. She did it. So then... It gets a good laugh, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she was like, I do too, honey. I do, I do too. too. You never need that second line. No. Writers, I know I know. it sounds like you need that second line you to really... Don't. Hit. You don't. You, you can don't. just say, I do too, honey. You know You what? don't need the second, you I do too. You don't even need this storyline. Y- you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just you could have just had Rose be dying and have the girls Yeah, Blanche could still have a religious that's thing. that's funny. Yeah. They really it would have been funny if, like, a guy came over and flirted with with Blanche instead of the daughter being there. Like, maybe they have a repairman there, mm-hmm. and he's showing a little bit of butt crack, yeah, and, and she's all getting hot and bothered by it. Yeah. but she's religious, so she yep. can't take the bait. That that I would have preferred because it would have been more of a comedic to mm-hmm. balance the heaviness. Mm-hmm. And it also I'm talking about Gideon Bibles. What the fuck's a Gideon Bible? Yeah, that aside, it's like honestly, what you know, is a Gideon Bible? I don't know. Um, they're like. Uh, 
Uh, now I'm looking it up because I didn't look up the other thing you asked me to look up. What you're sitting? You have a phone. I know, I know, but I don't do it. A Gideon Bible. I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a, there's a Gideon in the Bible. Is oh, I wonder if he. That's oh, a, is the Gideon Bible different? The Gideon Bible. I can't believe I'm doing this. Is also called Gideon's International. Gideon's International is an evangelical. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Organization whose main aim is to distribute free copies of the Bible. Oh, they were free. They give away free copies of the Bible. Like Mormons. Yeah. But they, it's the Book of Mormon they give yeah. away. Um, oh, here's a fun... Oh, Do you know you have to pay for the Scientology book? <laughs> no. They stopped me at the mall. And I was like, is this like... Because I was raised Mormon. Jewish mm-hmm. now. Yes, yes. Raised Mormon. And they give you a free Book of Mormon... If, like, you're going around, or you just go to a hotel and you steal a Bible. Yeah. I was like, you guys are religion. Can I just have this book? And they're like, no, you got to pay for it. And I was like, well, I, but I want to read it. Mm, that's how they get you. I know. That's how they get you. So, um, speaking of Book of Mormon. $40 later. <laughs> on our show, if anybody here has seen Book of Mormon, it was it's a touring. So I mean, it's such a, great, such a great musical. There was a touring company. I saw it here in Los Angeles. One of the actors, he played, oh gosh, what is the f- lead guy's name? Not Josh Gad, but Andrew Runnels' character. Um, in the original. They played. Yes. They were in the Broadway production. The Book of. Oh, now it's saying the Book of Gideon when I Google it. Book of Mormon is no longer the first thing that comes up. Um. Um, Book of Mormon, uh, oh, this is going to take too long. What do you, what do you say? Who's the, the, what's the main character's name? In, in the Book of Mormon? In the Book of Mormon. Oh, People are screaming it in their cars right now and it's yeah. making me feel. I mean, it's just Andrew Reynolds. Well, I saw Book of Mormon on Broadway during its original production. Thank you. I can't let this go now. I, I had to just say that because you put the mic down. So I was I like, know. Oh, I have to keep riffing now. Because I'm I have to looking. keep talking about Book of Mormon. Even though I thought I gave up Mormonism years ago, I went through a whole fucking thing. I made a whole fucking movie called Latter day Jew. And now we're sitting here talking about Mormon shit. She's still looking it up. See what I'm trying to do, guys? I'm, they're literally just using words now. Using words. This is how you can tell. We don't edit out anything we say. Unlike other podcasts, podcasts that I have been a part of, they edit out Elder things Price. that they say. Elder Price. There we go. I needed to know. Now I needed Why to know. Why did you need to know this? I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that had no, the, no, I just needed it. It was going to bug me. It was going to bug me. Anyway. Wow, okay. Anyway. Elder Price. The actor who played turn Elder Price. <laughs> turn it off. Like a light <laughs> switch. Turn goes, it no, off. Yeah. Um, there, there's an actor named Gabe Gibbs who played okay. Elder Price. Yeah. Um, and I saw him in Book of Mormon here That's in Los why Angeles. You to know that. He is a he is an actor on our show. Yes. And I saw his audition and I was like, why do I know this guy? And then I was like, oh, Book of Mormon. Anyway, he's very funny. We have so many funny actors. So you guys should probably watch School. Was that all a plug for your show? No, I, I just <laughs> wanted to say we were talking about Book of Mormon and that's what led it to. Oh, just come on. <laughs> I'm waiting for the traffic to die down so I don't have to drive home in traffic. So I'm just trying to make these episodes as long as I can. You're the one who tangents. Let me have a tangent. You have it. Please, I love it. We're literally three seconds into the podcast. I'm like, so this episode's about, and you're like, did, you ever, did I ever tell you about the time <laughs> that I body. went to Costco? And I, uh, you know what I mean? 
So let me have it it for once. But you know what? People get pissed if we have short episodes. And part of the reason why at the beginning I wanted a tangent more was because I knew this was going to be a two-part episode, so I knew it probably was going to be a little bit shorter than our normal episodes. And people get pissed. People like a 45-minute episode. What are we running at right now? Right now we're doing great. We're at 42. Great. Remember, I've kept my eye on that thing, and I have made sure that they have been longer than 30 minutes. I know, because people want it. I don't. To me, I love a 30-minute podcast, but people, that 40 is the nugget. They love it. Between 40 and an hour, it's just like a thing for people. I was just a guest on a podcast called Podcast Like It's 1999, where it's a really cool podcast. They they cover every movie that came out in 1999. It was a really good year for movies. I want to go on for Boys Don't Cry. Oh, they may have already done it. Um, well, fuck that They've already podcast. done a lot. I think they're on like, I think my episode was like 65 or 70. Mm. However, I went on to talk about the Kevin Bacon movie Stir of Echoes. Why? Um, <laughs> because I hadn't seen it since then. And I was like, I am curious. Yeah. Yeah. That movie does not treat women well. Um, but we recorded for two hours. Why? I, we just had a lot to talk about. That's I couldn't a, believe it, though. I looked I, over the clock, and no. I was like, this is a two-hour pod, podcast episode. If a episode. podcast is longer than an hour, by not listening. I can't do it. I don't have that kind of... I just... I can't. Unless it's like a, a real true crime, like, produced podcast mm. where I'm going to get to the conclusion of something. Yeah. That I can handle. But, like... Conversational. Conversation yeah. shit? No. Wrap that shit in an hour. Like, it's brunch. Brunch time. That's <laughs> what podcasts should be. The yeah. span of brunch. You get your eggs. You get your toast. You get your coffee. You get your conversation. You go. I'll see you in three months. So if you guys need more of us, you can catch each Allen at You're Making It Worse, and you can catch yeah. me on that one episode of Podcast Like It's 1999. We're in Rose's room. Yes. And Sophia is stealing stuff, and she goes, ouch, stop me. I'm like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Which is perfect. And then she's like, Ma. And she's like, well, they expect us to steal this stuff. It's like shampoos in a hotel. And then a nurse comes in and they're like, where's our friend? And the nurse is like, oh, I'm sorry. She went into cardiac arrest. They're prepping her for surgery and then just walks out. That is like harsh. Mm. And the woman. <gasps> but I, you know what? I'm, I, and I'm, I know, I know for a fact there are great nurses out there. Of I have course. just not met any. Oh, no. I haven't. Well, no, there's one. I've met one. Um, she nurse takes, Jackie? No, I wish. Nurse Betty? No, she was a drug addict. Um, I, Nurse Jackie was. I, my nurse, because I, I have to go in and give, or do my blood thing every month because mm-hmm. of cancer shit. And I, there's this one nurse who takes my blood and she's cool as fuck. Nurse Ratchet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but every, I just haven't encountered a good nurse. Mm-hmm. And that moment in this episode solidifies that I have yet to encounter a good nurse. Mm. It's upsetting. Because nurses are great. You're doing They're God's fantastic. work. Nurses are wonderful. Nurses listening. I do appreciate and love you. I, I do just too. wish I could have you and not the shitty ones that are a part of your profession. Guys, what he's asking is, come will to you abandon your lives and your families come, and move to L.A. and come. become nurses here? And you know what? I can compensate you with, um, with we have Coke in the fridge. We got lots of wigs. Yeah, wigs I got galore. Every Netflix, mm. cable, Hulu. I pay for it all. So, mm. like, come on in. Mm. Have a good time. I'm naked a lot. Yeah. So, like, that's a... Bring a mirror. That's Bring a plus. five. Bring mirrors. That might actually detract people. Actually, I'm, I'm clothed right now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're clothed. It's chilly. That's why. You're mm. clothed. I came in in a winter coat. Do you want me to turn um, on the heat? 
No, no, okay. thank you though. Uh, and that's the end of part one. It oh, ends on dun, a dun, dun. yeah. What's gonna happen next? Can you we imagine? Do you remember seeing this episode when it aired and going, "Oh my god, the show's ending"? Does this mean Rose is gonna die? No, I did not have that reaction um, because I was a fan of the show and knew how the show worked. But wow, <laughs> I, I there were moments in this. There were there were so many moments that I just loved how like absurd this episode was. Like when I was a kid, I loved it for its absurd. Mm-hmm. Even though it was serious, I didn't didn't take it as serious. I yeah. thought it was just silly. Mm. You know? Yeah. Now I see that it's serious. Yeah. And it's actually less absurd than I thought it was when I watched it originally as a kid. I've seen this a lot since, guys. Sure, it's not like of this course. is the second time I've seen it. Of course. But yeah. Um, what's your golden takeaway for this? Oh, I totally forgot about part. golden yeah. takeaway. Wow. My golden takeaway from this episode is to, um, on the box of Cheerios, it says that it can help, um, heart disease or something. Oh. So like, just eat Cheerios. I love cereal. I love eating Cheerios. I wonder if you eat a lot of Cheerios, if it can prevent heart disease. I think someone else should try it and see if you get heart disease. Okay. I mean, yeah, I feel like when you do an experiment, you have to have like a controlled... I mean, you have to factor in so many different types of... All my experiments are done by other people. Great. Okay. Great. So we'll just let them worry about it. Exactly. Um, My my golden takeaway is... What are you doing with your foot right now? I'm kicking my legs in the air. <laughs> are you just moving them around? You like my Uggs? I do like your Ugg slippers. Those actually look really comfortable. They are. Um, my golden takeaway, oh man, I think I want to really think about who Cindy Lou Peoples was as, a, still- as, a, as a person in the world of the Golden Girls who graduated in 1952, why didn't Cindy Lou Peoples go to her high school reunion in I, East Miami? I still think she's the little girl from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> Where are you, Christmas? Christmas. How can I find me? You, you, me. So we need a little Christmas. Christmas right this very minute. Well, that was out on the lanai. Thank you so much. For listening. Yeah, we've I'm, missed you guys. We have. We're sorry, but we're back and we're doing this and we're coming to the end. But there are surprises in store and fun things happening. And it's not quite over. Don't think the next episode is going to be the last one because no, it's the because, part two of this. Yes. But then don't think the next one after that's going to be the last episode because it's not going to be. You'll have to wait to find out. Yes. I am H. Allen Scott. You can follow me, H. Allen Scott, on everything. And I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. I'm Squidzy on Instagram. Uh, Outonthelanai.com is our website. We're Golden Girls Pod on Twitter and uh, Golden Girls, uh, Facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast. Guys, did I mention that Schooled, the show that I wrote on, airs Wednesday nights on ABC at 8.30 after the Goldbergs? Because Carrie needs to be gainfully employed so that one of us can be successful, but also so that one of us can um, help the other person. also, if you're a fan of the Goldbergs, <laughs> if you're a fan of the Goldbergs, you should be watching Schooled because we're having yes. crossovers happening just like Nurses and the Golden Girls. We're Which doing our own crossover. Cool. Yeah. We'll do a crossover of this podcast someday soon um, when uh, on having you on, you're making it worse. We just have to have gay people on it first so that gay it. people know of course. that they're listening to gay people. Of course. And then once we're solidified with the gay people... Mm-hmm. 
We bring in the straight people. I totally get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, because you can go to You're Making It Worse on Everything. That's the other podcast where mm-hmm. we basically, I mean, we hate on a lot of what gay people do. Which is weird that we only want gay. It's okay. Well, I won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, remember, until next time. Stay golden. Stay golden. Uh, Merry Christmas. Christmas.